Did school start for folks? Anybody start school? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I know. It's that time of year. Going okay so far? Yeah. Good, good. So here's the thing. Did you, <laughs> did you hear any of the readings this morning? Well, the first couple are very interesting. Because basically it says, don't become a teacher. <laughs> Which is rough news for the teachers among us. Uh, but what they're talking about is that being a teacher, right, carries a lot of responsibility with it. Right? If you're a teacher, that means a lot of people are listening to what you're saying, right? And that means that what you're saying has to be worthy of being said. So teachers have to think very carefully about what they're teaching their students. And I'm not just talking about teachers in school. I'm talking about your Sunday school teachers, right? I'm talking about other adults in your life. I'm talking about your folks. I'm talking about perhaps the clergy or priests in your life, right? Being a teacher carries a lot of responsibility. Why is that? Well, it turns out that God knew and Jesus knew that our words are very powerful. What we say matters. So when we speak words of hate or words of meanness, that matters, right? And when we speak words of love and words of acceptance and words of hope, those words really matter, even when it feels like they might not. So we need to choose our words really carefully. Now, going back to school can often be a time when we're reminded about how much words matter, right? Have you ever been in a situation where you've heard one kid say to another kid maybe some words that weren't very nice? So words do matter, right? Have you ever said something really nice to someone? Yeah? How did they feel when you said something really nice to them? Happy. Happy. Yeah. Because when we speak words of love and acceptance and hope, it brings out the best in the people that we're talking to. You might not know this, but right now the adults in the world a lot of them are not saying very nice things to one another, right? <laughs> Lots of words from all over the place are being tossed about that are making people of all kinds not feel great about who they are. And it occurred to me recently that while the adults are having this argument among themselves, I think you all are bearing the weight of I think you're seeing what's going on in the world, and you get it. And you see the world in better eyes than adults can sometimes. Sometimes adults have lived such a long, old, changed <laughs> life that they forget how God wants us to see the world. And so when you hear words that are not helpful, when words that 
sound mean? I want you to know that God needs you to offer different words. God needs you all to remind one another and to remind the adults in your life of the kindness and the love that God needs us to show one another. And school can be a particularly hard place to do that. It, it, it is very brave for you when you are in school to remember who you are as beloved children of God. Okay? It can be hard to remember that God needs you to speak words of love and hope when that's not what's happening. Do you ever sort of feel like you forget who you are? Sometimes I, I forget who I am because I get caught up in whatever's going around, right? I get caught up and I forget that I'm God's child like you are. And so sometimes I need to be reminded. You know who else sounded like they need to be reminded this morning? Jesus! Did you hear that? In the gospel, Jesus said, who is it that people say that I am? Because Jesus wanted to check out whether those who were following him were getting it. Do you get who I am, Jesus was saying. Who is Jesus? How would you describe Jesus? What is Jesus about? Love. Good. Anything else? Kindness. Being nice. Hope. You kind of forgot what you were going to say. That's okay, because it's in your heart, right? Because that's where God is. And friends, right? Do you ever forget what you look like? Yes. yes. <laughs> You forget your name sometimes? <laughs> Wait till you're 50. <laughs> I don't forget what I look like when I'm talking, because what do I do every morning? I brush my teeth like you all do every day, three times a day, right? Two yes, times. Two times. Two or one. Okay. <laughs> so we look in the mirror. We look in the mirror. And we can see ourselves looking back at us. And so when you do that, does anybody have a mirror? Anybody got like a contact? You all have mirrors with you? That's bizarre. <laughs> you have mirrors at home. Yes. Anybody have a contact? Betsy Bunker, I'm looking at you. <laughs> there we go. So when you look in a mirror, you can see who you are. But when you look in a mirror, I want you to not just see your eyes, or your nose, or your ears, or your hair. I don't want you to just see the outward stuff that's on your face. When you look in the mirror, I want you to see a beloved child of God. Okay? I want you to look in the mirror and remind yourself every time you see yourself that God loves you abundantly and God needs you to spread that love in the world. 
Now, what's a word we use to describe God? You are the boom of the world. <laughs> Anybody? <laughs> Thank you. Is it really time for God's Call Sunday again? <laughs> All right. We say that God is light. And if we are mirrors to reflect God's light in the world, what happens? What happens if this is God? And I shine and I'm a mirror. What's going to happen? You think? Should I test it? All right. Oh, there it is. You see it? So if we are mirrors of God, right, then we get to reflect God's light out in the world where it's needed. So it's not just that we're absorbing God's light. We're actually reflecting God's light. Can you all do that in your life? Can you all reflect the light of God in your life? Now, luckily, we're not compacts, right? <laughs> Thank you, Betsy. Because you don't have to do this alone. That's the best thing, is that nobody has to do this work alone. We do this work in community. Do you see all these people sitting out there and lots who haven't come back from summer yet? <laughs> do you see them all? All of these people and all of your friends sitting around you have promised to work with you to reflect God's light. I wonder what it would look like if we all reflected God's love together. I wonder if it wasn't just one mirror, but a bunch of mirrors shining God's light into the world. What might that look like? I have an idea! Disco ball. What? A disco ball. It would look like a disco ball! <laughs> right? So let's see if all of these little mirrors where we can all see our faces reflected in there, if those are all God's beloved children and then God's love gets reflected on it, what happens? <laughs> I like the way you <laughs> Do you think that today, as we start another school year, I'm trying to figure out, there we go. Look at that. Look how it's all reflected on you all. I love that. All of the specs of God's love reflected out into the world. Do you think that as we start another program here, and as you all go into hallways of your schools and cafeterias and libraries and workplaces and offices, can you all promise to support one another to reflect God's love in the world? Do you think that we could, this year, be disco balls for God? <laughs> I bet they're not hearing that in any other congregation. <laughs> Can you can we work together this year to say no to all of the meanness and the way that people have started to talk to one another and do a different way of being in the world? A way that's about love? A way that's about peace? A way that's about hope? Amen.
pray for God's creation, for people throughout the world, and for this gathering. In the silence that follows each prayer, please add your own petitions, either silently or aloud. Let us pray for Justin, Archbishop of Canterbury, Michael, our presiding bishop, Alan, Gail, Bud, and Barbara, our bishops, and for all who minister in Christ's name. Holy God, receive our prayers which we offer before you for all members of your holy church, that in our vocation and ministry we may truly and reverently serve you. God of love, let us pray for the nations of the earth, for the well-being of all people, and for those in authority. God of compassion, kindle, we pray, in every heart the true love of peace, and guide with your wisdom those who govern the nations of the earth, that justice and peace may increase until the earth is filled with a knowledge of your love. God of love, let us pray for the poor, the sick, the hungry, the oppressed, prisoners, the unemployed, and those in any need. Gracious God, hear the cry of those in misery and need, and give us, we pray, the strength to serve them. We pray for those in the community prayer book. I ask your prayers for those affected by the gas line explosions in Lawrence, North Andover, and Andover. And for those we name now, either silently or aloud. God of love. Let us pray for the mission of the church and this community, remembering especially those who celebrate birthdays this week. Brett Foster, Rebecca Schultzberg, Glenn Schultzberg, Torrance Dunbar, Randy Joya, Allison Bidron, and Jim Batchelder. Loving God, pour out your spirit on us and on the whole creation. Bless all whose lives touch our own, especially those we name now, either silently or aloud. God of love, let us remember with thanksgiving before God those who have died in Christ and those whose faith is known to God alone. Giver of life, grant to us and to all who have died in the hope of the resurrection a share in the fullness of your joy. Especially, we pray for Alan Robert Geyer, Corrine Nelson Ransone, Philip Gordon Ransone, Stephen Raymond Williams, Robert Pershing Geyer, and Beverly Ransone Geyer in whose memory the altar flowers are given today, and those we name, either silently or aloud. 
God of love. our sins against God and our neighbor. God of all mercy, we confess that we have sinned against you. I just wanted to invite people to um, read the announcement in the bulletin about the scripture group uh, having a new focus this year. We start, we meet the fourth Tuesday evening of every month, and this year we're focusing on the parables and using this book as a guide, which I really recommend. Even if you are not sure, you can come every month. Uh, you might want to get a copy of the book and join us when you can. Thanks. Madeline. Well, after all that hard work on the yard sale, right, what's upcoming is um, rest and relaxation and reflection at the All Parish Retreat, which is coming up in a couple of weeks. More than 70 people have registered, which is ter terrific. Um, if you're still planning to come and you haven't registered or would still like to come and haven't registered, just let me know or let Jennifer Shamel know, who I think is here today. Uh, okay, great. Um, 
several of you have uh, volunteered to help out with the retreat, and uh, we do are still brainstorming a few things. So if you're able to today, after the dedication ceremony, meet us somewhere, maybe the Lichtenberger Room, I'm not sure what's available, but just for a brief um, discussion about uh, volunteer tasks and approaches to some of the activities. Thanks. Thank you. And today would be the last day to sign up because the deadline uh, for the camp is uh, two weeks ago. <laughs> Hi, morning, Bobby and Kate. Um, if you look in your this week's announcements at the bottom of the left-hand page inside, we are looking for new cooks who will be able to volunteer to make a meal no more than once a month that we could take to somebody who's unable to get to church right now. And we're trying to make it really easy that you just bring it here on a day, on a Sunday that's convenient. And we will, if you want, take it to the individual who needs the food. No? Thank you. I know they're good cooks here. That's right. And keep it simple. Hello, my name is Maggie Taylor and I'm the director of children's and youth ministry here and I have two quick announcements. Um, number one, if you have not registered your child, that's anyone that is in school, um, that's not in college, for church school, please do that as soon as possible. It helps us serve you and also serve your children. Um, and number two, if you are at all intrigued or interested in being a church school teacher or a church school volunteer, um, we need you and we would love to have you. It's a great time and you get to meet some of the most amazing members of this congregation. So send me an email, youth at stpaulsbrookline.org. Have a great day. service, we will all process out together. Just follow our fearless leader, Austin, who will lead us um, out. We'll go around uh, to bless the tower, which was recently completed, and then we'll come up and see the um, still developing backyard uh, and enter the brand new lower level. And we'll stop a couple places along the way for a blessing, but uh, that's where the food is after the service. <laughs> So uh, that's how we're getting you there. So follow us out this door. If stairs are difficult for you, you can just meet us right at this door and uh, pick up the procession as we go down. Uh, tomorrow morning at 7 a.m. is the last yoga, uh, Monday morning yoga class, free yoga class. Marcia Curtis has been offering this as a ministry to us uh, for quite some time. and. Uh, so we have all promised to show up tomorrow, uh, all 180 of us, uh, at 7 a.m. tomorrow morning for yoga. And um, Martha, I just want to take this opportunity to thank you for your generosity of spirit and ministry. If you are a student of any age, please come forward and form a circle around the altar with a backpack if you have it. And if you don't, I promise that God knows where your backpack is and will find it.
safe after school program. If you forgot to bring school supplies, you can always bring it. Uh, no, you can stay. Very well, very well trained young people in this congregation. You can just form a circle right at the edge of the at the edge of the platform. Yeah. Teachers, anybody have a backpack? Good. Come right around here. Spread out.
God's table and not our own. We invite everyone to come forward at the time of communion to receive the bread and the wine or cross your arms over your chest for a blessing. Wherever you are, in your journey with or toward God, from any tradition or none at all, know that you are welcome at God's table. The Lord be with you. And also with you. Lift up your hearts. We lift them to the Lord. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is right to give God thanks and praise. It is truly right and good and joyful to give you thanks, all holy God, source of life and fountain of mercy. You have filled us and all creation with your blessing and fed us with your constant love. You have redeemed us in Jesus Christ and knit us into one body. Through your spirit, you replenish us and call us to the fullness of life. Therefore, joining with angels and archangels and with the faithful of every generation, we lift our voices with all creation as we sing. Blessed are you, gracious God, creator of the universe and giver of life. You formed us in your own image and called us to dwell in your infinite love. You gave the world into our care, that we might be your faithful stewards and show forth your bountiful grace. But we failed to honor your image in one another and in ourselves. We would not see your goodness in the world around us. And so we violated your creation, abused one another, and rejected your love. Yet you never ceased to care for us and prepared the way of salvation for all people. Through Abraham and Sarah, you called us into covenant with you. You delivered us from slavery, sustained us in the wilderness, and raised up prophets to renew your promise of salvation. Then, in the fullness of time, you sent your eternal word made mortal flesh in Jesus. Born into the human family and dwelling among us, he revealed your glory. Giving himself freely to death on the cross, he triumphed over evil, opening the way of freedom and life. <clears throat> on the night before he died for us, our Savior Jesus Christ took bread. And when he had given thanks to you, he broke it 
gave it to his friends and said, take, eat. This is my body which is given for you. Do this for the remembrance of me. As supper was ending, Jesus took the cup of wine. And when he had given thanks, he gave it to them and said, drink this, all of you. This is my blood of the new covenant, which is poured out for you and for all for the forgiveness of sins. Whenever you drink it, do this for the remembrance of me. Therefore, we proclaim the mystery of faith. Christ is died. Christ is risen. Christ will come again. Remembering his death and resurrection, we present to you from your creation this bread and this wine. By your Holy Spirit, may they be for us the body and blood of our Savior, Jesus Christ. Grant that we who share these gifts may be filled with the Holy Spirit and live as Christ's body in the world. Bring us into the everlasting heritage of your daughters and sons, that with all your saints, past, present, and yet to come, we may praise your name forever. Through Christ, and with Christ, and in Christ, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, to you be honor, glory, and praise forever and ever. Amen. Amen. Now, as our Savior Christ has taught us, we are bold to say, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from We break this bread to share in the body of Christ. We who are many are one body. 